Well, hello and welcome to your new favorite podcast, The Local Woman. My name is Sierra and I'm the host of the podcast. And today I am joined by none other than your favorite local woman, Miss. It's me, Jade. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jade. And today we are interviewing Miss Eden. Eden, welcome to the show. Hey, how are y'all? Doing well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Eden, mainly because I've known you forever. We were yeah. Girl Scout <laughs> sisters and we've remained friends throughout the years. And now you are attorney Eden at law. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We have been friends for a very long time. <laughs> yes. Yes. And actually, all three of us attended Westside High School. Oh, you were at Westside? <laughs> yes. Y'all in the same graduating class? Well, I graduated no. in 06 mm-hmm. and... And I'm in 07. Oh, okay. And you were in 08. I was 08. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole line of us. Well, Eden, when you were in high school, I don't think we ever discussed that you'd be going into law. When did you know you were ready and interested in practicing law? Um, Definitely not high school. Um <laughs> And really not most of college. I um, always wanted to be really a doctor, but a surgeon, but I can't even color lines straight and I can't cut paper straight. So I knew that probably uh, wasn't the career for me. So when I went to law school, I mean, when I went to college, I said, hmm. And my mom said, oh, I think, you know, you should be in public relations because you love to talk to people. And you make a friend everywhere you go. <laughs> and so that was my major. Until my senior year, I had an entertainment law. Um, no, just an entertainment class for, you know, public um, public relations, being like a publicist for entertainment. Certainly. Um, personnel. Yeah. And my teacher was an entertainment lawyer. And she said, oh, I think you will be good as an entertainment lawyer. And I'm like, uh, well, why do you think that? And so she said, well, you know, you come to class, you read, you seem diligent. Um, I was, you know, looking for law school. And so I did. And I said, huh, I don't, I think I could go to law school. So <laughs> I eventually took the LSAT, but I didn't go right after law, um, right after um, college. I took a year off just to make sure because law school is very expensive, people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you want to make sure, you know, um, you would want to go before you get there and waste thousands of dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so true. Yeah. I mean, and what, I mean, a lot of you do have people like that. They come the first year and they say, Oh, I hate this. And then they've just wasted to me 60, $70,000. So wow. I knew I did not have that type of money to waste. So I took a year and then I said, you know what? I do want to go. And I did go. Great. And what school did you go to Eden? Um, I went to Florida Coastal um, in Jacksonville. Wonderful, okay. wonderful. And how long have you been practicing law? So I've been practicing since 2019. Um, I went to law school and uh, and graduated law school in 2015. And then in 2015, instead of taking a bar with my peers, I moved to London um, to get my legal master's um, in intellectual property. And so when I came back in 2016, I was sick of school and sick of studying. So I did not uh, <laughs> take the bar. I worked. <laughs> I worked at a lo- um, local law firm um, in Macon. 
And then I said, okay, I decided to take the bar and I didn't pass the first time, but then I went ahead and said, this, this is something I want to do that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and took it again and I passed. Absolutely. And I love that you shared that because I think a lot of people, when they're going into a field like that, whether it be uh, law, uh, whether you are in medical school or whether you're in nursing, even though you can go through those four years of school, if you don't pass that one test, they will not allow you to work in that field. Just despite what your grades mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And so that's yeah. crazy. And I think a lot of people can get really downtrodden and really sad if they don't pass that first time. I'm so excited to hear that you stayed uh, focused stayed course, and persevered. Yeah. yeah. And I, and, I, and at first, you know, it's a hard mental block because you're, you're like, oh, I didn't do do it the first time. So what makes us think mm-hmm. I'm going to do the second time? Um, but, you know, and honestly, I, and to, um, I took it three times. And so the first two times, and I and it was a bit um, discouraging because I kept failing by five points. Mm. <laughs> oh no! So and, like, and that's ah! the thing: the margin of error is very small on something like the LSAT. Yes. Again, those five <laughs> points make a difference. Yeah. So I was, you know, the first two times I was like, you know what, I'm not going. And the third time I said, you know, I'm going to do it. And and you will not believe it. The first two times. I literally dedicated myself to studying. And the third time, I said, you know what? I'm a study, but I'm still going to have a life mm-hmm. because I've not had a life for these other two times. Mm-hmm. So doing studying, that's just when I start playing tennis. This is when I start playing, um, um, doing roller derby, um, all doing that third time. And then I passed. You probably stressed <laughs> so yourself think, out. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened. I stressed myself out the first two times. And the third time I was like, I know I have this. And I went in there, you know, with an easy mind. And mm-hmm. I came out and I was less stressed and, you know, relaxed. And I, I made it. <laughs> hey, that's a whole testimony. Yeah. Uh, that is a huge thing is because so many people do develop test anxiety. And I mean, you've gone to school for years, you've graduated, you know, these things, people, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's really just about telling yourself that, you know, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what, what kind of cases do you specialize in? Um, so I do um, intellectual property, so trademarks and copyrights, no patents. <laughs> okay. uh, I thought about going back to school because for patents, you need a uh, science undergrad. Mm-hmm. I thought about it. I said, no, I'm sick of school. So yeah. <laughs> trademark, copyright, um, business law, so business formation, um, sorry, business formation, um, contract um, drafting and review. And I also do personal injury. Um, okay. So motor vehicle accidents, slip and fall, dog bite, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And what exactly is your philosophy when it comes to representing your clients? You are representing a number of clients uh, through your specialization. So what's your philosophy when it goes about uh, assisting your clients? Um, my philosophy is try to um, be professional and communicate. Um, I think the Georgia Bar said most, um, disgruntled clients are upset because of communication from attorneys because I mean attorneys do get busy we get, mm-hmm. we get busy mm-hmm. um, and so sometimes clients are calling us and we don't you know if we do not return their calls at least by the next day 
clients feel like we don't care about them. So my philosophy is, you know, try to get give them a call back in 48 hours or send them an email or send them a text. I text a lot of my clients, to be mm-hmm. honest. I'm like, hey, um, this is what I've done on your case. Um, I'm waiting on this to happen um, because with trademarks, there's a big waiting time because one is federal government, so that tells you something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, and it takes about four or five months uh, when you um, send in a trademark application for them to even assign an attorney to make sure um, to review the trademark application. So I tell clients, hey, this might take eight months <laughs> before you receive a registration for your trademark. Just to the fact that one, the office is, was already backed up and then due to COVID, they became more backed up oh, because yeah. you know, people are working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people got sick, so they were out. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And I bet more um, people so, were creating things that needed to be trademarked yes, during that time, too. Yes, yeah. A lot of people have created businesses um, or started businesses. Um, so now trademarks are way up. Um, registrations are way up. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's and you know what's so interesting because I know when I think of I think mostly when people think of attorneys, they're always thinking of, you know, classic style cases that we know of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you think of like the the murder cases <laughs> yeah. and the you know, yes. the serious things and the you know, yes. but however, it's very serious to try and protect the inter intellectual integrity of your business Mm -hmm. and like to go about doing that independently without representation can be almost uh as detrimental to you as never trying at all yes so i always told because i you know my target audience is small business and startups and a lot of the time the question is why do i need to trademark something Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. do i need to trademark and i say well you're basically leaving your business unprotected mm-hmm. because you don't get a trademark. Let's say, you know, uh, local one. You don't get a trademark, you do get a trademark. So let's say you didn't get your trademark. And then Joe Smo in Michigan is like, I want to do a local woman, do a local woman. And now, and then they trademark before you, and now we're going to have to have a, and then they're going to send you a cease and desist letter and say, no, you can't be the local woman anymore. And you're looking confused. You're like, what? I've been a local woman for 10 years. Oh, Lord. Eden. Now, I'm going to need some protection. <laughs> you need protection. You know, and I, I never, I, I guess it's its oddly enough, when we first began the show, we did want it to grow into a brand, and we did want it to grow into mm-hmm. something that it could expand into other businesses. And even just having that mindset should have told me, hey, you need to be more serious about yeah, but- protecting your intellectual, integ- the intellectual integrity of your business. Yeah, and I tell people that, not to scare them, because, you know, it's a small business, and they're like, you know, trademark seems like unnecessary cost. But if you don't trademark and these people come to you with a cease and assist letter and you keep going as the local woman or snows smoke tea shop, they can sue you and usually the litigation is what's killing you because yeah. trademark litigation is federal and federal court moves when federal court wants to move. Mm-hmm. And attorneys, I mean, me personally, I try to tell people, hey, Litigation is great for me because it's expensive. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, but I don't want you to go to litigation. Absolutely. I want you, your name to be trademarked. 
But then once you, it's time to do litigation, it's four or $500 an hour. Yeah. Oh, and wow. think about it. And litigation may take years. Mm-hmm. Like I know some attorneys who do trademark who love litigation. They, they perk up. They're like, you need to litigate. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> but see, that's you being, that's you looking out for what's best for your client. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are kind of find themselves frustrated with the justice system. Wouldn't you say, Jade? Yeah. I know I, when you're looking at things, I mean, even the fact that you have to trademark your thing so someone doesn't steal your intellectual property mm-hmm. is so frustrating. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, I, and, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I understand because, like, like you said, you know, trademark, getting a trademark isn't a, just a cheap thing but mm-hmm. then i would tell people i say hey you know down the road do you really want to come up because sometimes and i've seen it um you come up with people that you can never beat yeah, so you're yeah. like oh apple gets the local woman and he's and trying to do something Absolutely. You say you're going to be fighting with Apple? No, girl, it's over. The local woman is canceled. Thank you guys for listening to the last episode of The Local Woman. Like, girl, it should be over for us, you know? I mean, you're like, like, we are now Georgia women. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Georgia woman. The Georgia woman is now Lord, and I need to now I need to copyright that. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I think it's one of those things where people don't think of their ideas as valuable yeah. until mm-hmm. someone tries to take that idea and you realize how valuable yeah. it is. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, but again, I I do know that that bars a little bit of frustration with people, and I do believe that you know, there's been some time where people have been really um, disappointed in the justice system. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you look back uh, at cases like Trayvon Martin and various Mm -hmm. things like that, you know, I personally find myself frustrated, you know, and just thinking that the law is not working or on our side. I mean, what advice Mm -hmm. would you give to encourage individuals uh, to help them kind of reignite their belief in the justice system? You know, I want to believe in it. And like, what's something that you tell yourself as an attorney? So for me, and although I'm an attorney, I, you know, the criminal justice system, I feel it's flawed, it's broken. Yeah. It, it just does not work for everyone. Um, for me, I tell people the only way, and that's in the Constitution, that's in laws, that we as people can change, um, you know, the justice system is through who you vote for. Yeah. If you don't go to vote, and you don't care about local government because a lot of times people go vote for president. Mm-hmm. Okay, president isn't the one who's giving us these, you know, the laws. Really. Absolutely, they're really not. He's the figurehead, and people don't, you know, understand that. They think, oh, I just need to go out for uh, president. No, you need to go for the school board. Mm-hmm. If you feel that your school board not teaching your children properly. I need you to go up there and vote. Absolutely. You, know, you also mm-hmm. get to vote for your judges yep. and your community judges. too, you all. And they're the ones, if you feel like... And your sheriff. Yep. These people are getting leniency and these people are getting the book thrown at them. And this judge is the list of the official. Give them out. Yeah. Send absolutely. them home. I, my spouse Ryan knows I complain about this all the time. Do not think anyone should be in office 40 and 50 years. Heck no. I'm sorry. These term limits are essential. 
because usually when you're 40 and 50 years in the office, your mindset won't change. You know, we got everyone has old family, and think about how hard it is to change the old person mm-hmm, mindset. Absolutely. And we as a people are constantly evolving. So why do I need the mindset of somebody from 40 and 50 years ago? I right, don't. Like, all. I can't evolve as a person or a city or county if we have the people 40 and 50 years. Mm-hmm. I say they need to go home. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Well, it sounds <laughs> like your vice is for people to get involved. You want people to get yes. involved. You want people to be yeah. educated on the topic of what's happening in their community which is honestly a huge mm-hmm. thing for our show that's a that's exactly what our show is about we want to let people know what's happening what people are doing in their community mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i love that you're also encouraging people to get out there and get involved in the civic portion of their community yeah 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 which i feel like you know sometimes you know people are like i'm engaged in the community and do this and this and then they're upset and it's like okay well, did you vote? No. Yeah, right. I don't believe in voting. Okay. Or it doesn't well, make a difference. My vote doesn't make a difference. Yeah. That's what I hear a yeah, lot or of. And I, I'm like, Meh. It doesn't make a difference. And then, I, which I say is just ridiculous. It's what, what happened in Georgia this year. Yeah. We People flipped voted. blue. It's a blue state now. <laughs> Absolutely. We might be more purple, but still. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we might be more purple, but like no one thought that ever 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 because what the last time was what 92 yeah it was 92 yeah Mm -hmm. it was yeah no one thought that could happen in georgia like even i was skeptical but i gave it a good old try yeah went to the polls same i said i sent people who i know normally don't vote to the polls i'm like you better register go to the polls um you know and it happened. So, and I'm very happy about that. So, I feel like you said the only way is to be involved. And that to me, when once you become involved, um, involved, you will be encouraged yeah. because you'll realize you're not just one vote. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're more, you're, you know, you're, there's other people like you. True. Mm-hmm. Well, so what would Excuse be me. some uh, some advice that you would give to individuals without the funds to hire a private attorney uh, to ensure that they can still be properly represented? Represented. Um, so I would tell people to go to their local legal aid. Uh-huh. Yes. The legal aid, most people, um, they have wonderful attorneys, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of attorneys um, from private firms volunteer with legal aid. Absolutely. So you feel like, oh, I need you know, representation um, for something, let's say business matter. Um, and they do have some programs for trademarks for, you know, those who just don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to legal aid. They will help you. They will lead you in the right way. Even if you don't even know what kind of attorney you need, go to legal aid. You might say, I'm having these issues with my neighbor, but then I also, my mom died and I need to do something with the will. They will help you out at the legal aid. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. And here locally, mm-hmm. we have a group called Middle Georgia Justice Project, and they are our lo- they are a local uh, group that is actively focused on assisting those who are in need of legal assistance. They cover everything mm-hmm. from expungement to, I believe, to uh, larger cases. Um, if okay. you're in need of uh, assistance, if you have, you know, uh, some type of outstanding record or things of that nature, they may can help you with your case. So here in Macon, I would definitely encourage you uh, to reach out to Middle Georgia Justice uh, Project and also to our local legal aid. We have multiple avenues here in our area. Mm-hmm. So what? Um, sorry, gotta get my questions. <laughs> well, here I got <laughs> it. What are some important questions that you feel a client should ask a prospective attorney? Um, one, I know a lot of people think you know. How long have you been practicing in this area? Have you encountered something like this before? Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes every legal case, I say, is its own. It's unique. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you're, you should feel that um, the attorney that you're thinking about going with is, what of a word, experienced in that um, subject, and they seem to be knowledgeable. If they're like, uh, 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 you might need to pick someone else. Absolutely. But also, I would look for a trooper attorney because if they come, you come to them with some off the wall, something just normally does not happen. And if they come to you and say, you know what, never seen this before, but I'm going to do some legal research on that mm-hmm. and I'm going to come back to you. That's the attorney I want to pick because yeah. he didn't, you know, come to me and like, oh, I know what to do. And then, later down the line, you know, threw you over or he just doesn't know. He, mm-hmm. he told you truthfully, like, hey, I've never had to deal with this, but I know because as an attorney, we are trained to basically um, do legal research on topics for our clients. That, that's one part of law school. So sometimes we might not have encountered that before, but if you have the confidence and the legal know-how to go find that answer for us, then, yeah, that's the type of attorney I would be picking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You certainly want someone willing to take the time. I, mm-hmm. I know when I speak to people um, uh, who've had the uh, who've had to use attorneys in various uh, situations, again, it goes back to what you were saying before. It's really that communication that makes a difference because we all, I, I mean, especially if you're someone who's like in legal aid or if you're working um, as a public defender, you are swamped like they are so busy you guys i have a friend who works as a public defender and she literally has no less than 60 cases like all the time yeah and so even being able to uh uh, their ability to communicate with clients would be difficult imagine trying to to juggle 60 contacts that you needed to contact that week and let them know about their cases and let them know what's changed about their cases. And my goodness, during COVID, I can't imagine what uh, attorneys were going through because things were being delayed and put off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, to me, I I just admire anyone in the legal field and the work that they're doing because they are, uh, because especially those who are doing it for the right reasons or who are being true advocates for people, you know, that is amazing work and it truly is difficult to stay balanced but uh, i'm just impressed by it myself i'm just constantly impressed by the work that you're doing thank you 
Of course. So speaking of juggling, you recently became a mom. Yes. So, and congratulations. I saw pictures. Thank I, you. I snooped and I looked you up on Facebook and he is. <laughs> oh. The cutest. Oh, freaking adorable. Thank Look you. God, he is cute. <laughs> Look at him cheeks. Thank but you. how are you, so how are you adjusting between juggling mom life and work life? Because it's always, I mean, no matter what what job that you're doing, it's always going to be mm-hmm. some type of a juggling act. But I can't imagine with being as busy as you are and starting this law firm, how yes. how much more complicated that would be. Mm-hmm. Yes. So starting this firm, deciding I start I decided like when I was still pregnant working at my old firm, hey, I think I want to start my own law firm. Mm-hmm. I thought I was crazy. I still think I'm crazy, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think I'm juggling okay. Like I'm not gonna be like, I'm amazing. Right, right, right. Because every day is a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm doing okay because, you know, with him I've planned, I've got him on the schedule. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's that's uh, really, so nobody much, ever really talks about that, but that is really important with babies. Yes. Yes. It is crucial. To, yeah. Yeah. And so I plan, I've got them on the schedule. So, um, you know, we wake up eight-ish. I put them in this bouncer. I check my emails. I send emails because um, he loves his bouncer and it has like music on it. So mm-hmm. he's like, does not notice me for 40 minutes. Right. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for these 40 minutes. Just drink my, um, usually tea. Ryan drinks more coffee than me. Um, I drink, um, tea, um, <laughs> tea, eat my bagel, uh, look, um, at my emails and those. And then I'm like looking at, I'm old lady. We get the AJC. I'm looking at the AJC to see, uh, I'm like, eh, what's going on? Looking at the dear Abby. Oh, is it dear? Yeah, dear Abby. Like, mm. I, I can't believe she said that to her mother. <laughs> Taking a little time to laugh, right? And then Gabe is, you know, back up. Um, and that, and it's like I say, it's definitely a challenge. One, because Gabe is breast, uh, breastfed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, you know, like, and he's now starting to say, meh, meh, meh. oh, sweetness. So that's usually he's screaming that because he wants milk. I'm, oh. like, I'm like, sir, calm down. Okay? Yeah, like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm also tired. I know. I know. So, and then, um, so once I do, you know, do that initial, um, I put him in his high chair, um, and we, I read him, um, like a few pages because he's no baby, but not that interested. <laughs> of, um, with a wind in the willow. So mm. I'll read them a few pages of that because they say it's good to read the baby. Yeah, it is. I'm like, fine. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like, uh, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fine, whatever. So I read them with that. He sometimes <laughs> like pays attention and sometimes he's like chewing on his like toy. So uh-huh. <laughs> maybe he's getting it. Maybe he's not. And you I mentioned he know. was teething. So those are those two teeth coming in. Yeah. 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 So right now he has three. So he had two already in. Now he's got another one that's coming. So the two were on the bottom. Now he then he's got a third one coming on the bottom and one at the top. Golly. So, yeah. The first two came in perfect. I didn't even know he had them, to be <laughs> honest. 
Like, I just happened to put my hand in there, and I felt, I'm like, why you got this tooth down here? And I look, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got two little teeth coming in. So, uh, the top, I think the top one is the one that hurts him. So he's like, eh, he's like gnawing on stuff. So, Girl, just wait till those molars yeah. start coming in. Yeah. That ain't going to so be no Ryan, kind of fun. I know. I heard. I heard about the molars. Um, and, and Ryan also works from home as well. Okay. Um, well, so that's amazing. Of, you have some support there. Yeah. yeah. So I do a lot of real estate closings um, as well. Um, so when I do real estate closings, um, Ryan will just take them. Usually I do real estate closings in the morning so I can just be home most of the day. Certainly. Um, I do them. Ryan watches them. Um, and then when I come home, um, you know, that's when I'm really doing my work um, between nap time. Mm-hmm. So he sleeps. And I'm doing, you know, I'm trademark. I'm looking up registrations. I'm doing trademark search. I'm do, doing the registrations. And then when he's up, I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's um, play. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What, what is it? Oh. Um, usually during the day. He, so I don't know if you know, um, saw that picture, but Ryan bought him the biggest playpen for some reason. Oh, like, my goodness. <laughs> it takes up almost the living room. It's that big. <laughs> So sometimes while he's in that plant, I'm like in the playpen sitting in there, uh, like doing work. <laughs> Trying to get things. See, that's called multitasking people. And yeah, I'm impressed. Because what happens, he's like in that stage where he doesn't see you. He's like, yeah, yeah. but when he sees you, he's like, he doesn't care. So I'm like sitting in the pen uh, with him while I'm working. And then he'll play in there for hours. And I'm like, get a pillow because my butt hurts. I'm like, yeah, oh you in the pen. Um, and then, um, usually about five, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Um, I'll probably pick it up some more after he goes to sleep. So about five, I'm like, okay, food time. And, um, right now I make all games, um, food, like, um, because right when I had him, um, the baby food company was getting sued for like having metals uh-huh. and, um, and the baby food. So it was like, ah. Jesus. So, Just yeah, can't I, win, right? Right. So I make it, I make it, um, always like baby food. And I just put it, um, in like little containers in the freezer. Oh and I just goodness. pull it out, put it in the, um, put it in the, um, microwave, um, give it to him. He eats it. He's like, uh, he hates peas. Oh. Hates I don't peas. know a single baby who likes peas. I've not heard anyone. Yeah, like he refuses to eat those, but mm-hmm. he likes sweet potato. He likes um, banana. He likes uh, butternut squash. Oh, um, good. And he's okay with avocado. Like, oh, my goodness. He'll eat it. Well, it sounds like you've been able to work out this balance, Mm -hmm. like between having Ryan there as a support, but also really about the you putting together a good schedule for yourself, Mm -hmm. which is probably also why you're successful for your clients, because that organization is essential. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it took a while. It didn't just was like he popped down like schedule. (laughs) Uh, No, it was like. Uh, he probably should go to bed now, but I don't know. Like, I, what am I going to do with him? So now he's like, you know, he'll go. He goes to bed at 7, which if you if you ask Ryan at 6, like from 5 to 7, I'm asking Ryan the time. I'm like, is it time for him to go to bed yet? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
it's not time, Eden. I'm like, oh, I'm just. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, let's get in the club. Let's get in the club. Okay? <laughs> let's just move this night along. I'm like, I'm like, I am ready for him to go to bed. I, uh, I tell my mom I applaud parents who like kids are not on the bedtime because I'm like tired of looking at my kid at five. I'm like, okay, Gabe. I love you, but I'm ready for you to get in this thing. Yeah, that's right. Mama needs some rest. Do she? I'm like, I need my alone time. Girl. Well, if there's one thing I know about you, Eden, it's not only that you like your alone time, but that you also love to travel. Yay! And I, I know that having Gabriel has changed that around uh, for you a little bit, but I'd love to know one of your favorite places that you've had an opportunity to travel to because you are quite well traveled. Um, I think my favorite place um, I've been to is Vietnam. Oh, oh! Um, I love the food. That I, I want to go back to Vietnam because one, custom clothes are very cheap, mm-hmm. so I brought many clothes back with me. Mm. Um, two, um, the food was good. I like Vietnamese food. I ate a lot of food there. Wonderful. I um, mean, three is so cheap, so you can do like anything you want to do. You're like. I want to go to the beach. I go to the beach if you want to go. Like, they have everything. Very inexpensive tourist location? Yes. Very inexpensive. And Um, is that also the same of Thailand, too? Because didn't you visit those around the same time? I felt like you... Yeah, I went... So, I went... They're really close to each other. So, when I went there, what happened is, me and my friend, we um, flew from the U.S. to Tokyo. We Mm -hmm. stayed, like, a day in Tokyo because we actually had, like, a... 48-hour layover in Tokyo. Oh, wow. So we're like, oh, we're going to go um, see what Tokyo's about. <laughs> I, I'd say I think I'd make that same decision. <laughs> and then we went from Tokyo to Vietnam. Um, and then so Tokyo to Vietnam is like six hours. And then Vietnam to Thailand is about four or five hours. So it's like it's very close. Perfect. Awesome. That's amazing. I would honestly, I'd love to do just that entire trip. It mm-hmm. sounds like you had an amazing yeah. trip. Just that. I mean, mm-hmm. Vietnam, you love the location, but you also in that trip went to Japan and Thailand. Yes. I try to do like mostly trips if I can. Um, because the, right before what, 2019, me and my mom, we went to, I took her on the 50th birthday. Um, we So we flew to Paris. Oh, um, and then we stay a few days there, and then we went to Marseille. We got on the cruise, and the cruise took us to Italy, Spain, uh, some other places. I don't know. Oh, but, and awesome. we had a ball. So. <laughs> She's oh, like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, even though uh, you're well traveled, I know you are originally from Macon. Um, yay! However, now you are living in North Atlanta. Mm hmm. And I'd love to know a little bit about how you've acclimated to that area and what some of your uh, favorite local spots are there. Um, I love, like, my area is very diverse. Um, right now, me and Ryan have taken um, Spanish class. We take Spanish class every Tuesday. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because we want one because we want to learn, but also we want um, Gabriel to be bilingual. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it'd probably be easier if we least know you know the language Absolutely. ourselves for him for him to be bilingual um he has lots of uh dual um 
Duolingo uh, toys, like all his toys is like <laughs> it talks in Spanish and English and sometimes French. So, oh, awesome. um, we and so a lot of his books are in Spanish and I mean, yeah, Spanish and English. Great. Um, yeah. so we, you know, we want him to be bilingual one because we live in the heavily Hispanic area. Yes, and two, it's just good to know like Spanish. I think absolutely. Um, and honestly, if he's as well traveled as his mom, he'll need it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, we're, and and you said you said um. I know you are not traveling, but me and Ryan actually plan on taking uh, Gabriel with us when we go to Costa Rica in November. Oh, <laughs> so, awesome. Oh, That'll be his first so big trip. He'll be, yeah, so he'll uh, start getting his passport and everything. Well, so I'm just excited be, uh, that you've scheduled this vacation for us, girl. I've been so tired. Thank y'all for taking me. <laughs> I just, hey, I just I thank y'all for taking us on this trip. <laughs> like, I'm just messing with you, girl. <laughs> she said, um, Oh goodness! Excuse me, Gabrielle. That's my ticket. Excuse me, Gabrielle. <laughs> Gabrielle. Excuse me, Gabriel. Gabriel. That's my ticket. That's how I'm gonna mess with you, little baby. But right, boy. Yeah, uh-uh. That's my ticket. He's gonna be like, "This don't sound right." I'm gonna be like, "Gabriel, what do you uh-huh. mean?" Like, <laughs> I know. He's like, "Who is this lady?" Oh, I know, right? <laughs> well, tell us about some of your favorite spots. I know you're taking your okay. uh, sp- uh, Spanish class, and where are you taking that uh-huh. at, by the way? Um. So okay. We live in Gwinnett County. Okay. And so so Gwinnett County at first, um, they had um they have a class with the county, um, with our teacher, Mrs. G. That's how we first met her and she cool. was doing the Spanish one class, uh, for like six weeks. So we took the six weeks class and we loved her, so we just like hired her for our like per, per um private lessons. Okay. Um and so we just do it through um Zoom. That's cool. So you basically initially started through like something that was offered by the city, though. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. They, uh, yeah, like I said, Gwinnett County is a heavily um, has a heavy Hispanic population. Yes, um, they have a heavy um, um, Asian population too. So if I go in there and they have like some Korean classes, I would take that as well. <laughs> Great, uh, hey, take it all, girl. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we a bit, we saw that we're like oh, so at the start of the year we started um, with her at just like she did. They had a virtual class, and then we had like five or six students in it. Um, we were like on the screen. We built like a little classroom, <laughs> um, and you know, and then we just kept her. And then we're gonna. She actually has started a, um, with the city um, a Spanish two, so we we're gonna do the Spanish two and and. Our private class. Oh goodness! Now, if you all have a heavy, um, if you all have a large Spanish influence in the area, then I know you all likely have some amazing restaurants there. What's one yes. of your favorite uh, restaurants with a Spanish influence? So, Ryan's too? favorite restaurant is probably between Murray and the Hurry, which is really good. They have really good food. Ooh. Um, and Georgia Diner, which is they have everything that you want. Oh, good, um, good. Yes. Now, my favorite restaurant, uh, well, my mom's favorite restaurant is, okay, let me see, because the whole name is in Spanish, so. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a sea, um, let me see, I forgot the name of it. Um, it's it's called like Mariscoso, uh, um, like cafe or something, like, okay. no, mm-hmm. Mariscoso La Riviera. Okay, and we'll um, find it online because we'll share it if you if yes. you we can yes. find it. We'll share. It's right on Jimmy Carter. Is that Mary Sosa La Riviera? Um, 
I don't like seafood, but even I've eaten it and I've loved it. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. good. And Ryan's parents came um, two weeks ago. Um, we, we ordered from them. Um, and they give you so much food. So if uh, you totally you share a bowl then. You should go there with an empty stomach. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite like brunch places is called um, the nineteen nineteen Tap House. Mm-hmm. No, nineteen nineteen Public House. Okay. Um, in Lilburn, we're not that far from Lilburn. Um, they have a really good breakfast. Um, I love their waffles. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and Ryan loves their um crab cakes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love the crab it, cakes. It's probably one of yeah. my go-to appetizers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then a good steak is at the um, Crossing, which is at Norcross. Um, they have really good steak. They put this like um, blue cheese crumble on top. Oh, you got me. I'm there. So good. Sounds so good. So you good. know, this is so random, but I love that you're... Um, uh, in that area, because I think the school system in that area is fantastic. So, yeah. So, um, one, they, so our school, the school we're in, they are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the um, middle, I mean, the elementary school, probably San Gabe, is pretty highly ranked. But okay. they also have, a, for the high school, they have a senior school, um, like a, uh, what is that? Madness school, but it's a steam school. Which okay. I'm like, so they're the ones Gabriel. that are focused on like science, technology, engineering, arts, like as arts. in they break it down by subject matter so kids can follow uh-huh. the curriculum that's best for them. Yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. So they, and, it's a, and it's for the high school. Oh, cool. So, I mean, I'm already like looking at it. It looks nice. The campus is beautiful. Yeah. I was like, oh, I. Gabriel, you will be going there. <laughs> so, I just remember growing I, up, Norcross had just some of the best students. They were mm-hmm. they were top tier in football, whether it be yeah. uh, in academics and yeah, they have they just football. had top tier yeah. people, you know. And like I just yeah. remember that being a great area. So I love that that's where you are. Um, I'm mm-hmm. certain that you're enjoying the area, and it sounds like there's some good food there too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The food. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to lose weight, but all the food over here is so good. And uh, <laughs> girl, now all I know is that I've never seen Eden not step out in absolute style. I just haven't. I haven't. I've never not seen her step out in absolute style. She has some of the best style I've ever seen. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Of course. And if you all are interested in seeing Eden's amazing style and connecting with her online, where can our listeners connect with you, Eden? Um. Eden Jackson on um, Facebook. Um, if you want to, um, for my law firm, it's uh, eajlawoffice.com. And the same for Facebook, um, the Law Office of Eden A. Jackson. And then my pin, uh, not Pinterest, I do have Pinterest, I kill it. <laughs> um, my Instagram is, uh, my personal Instagram is Southern underscore law. And my business Instagram is um E-A-J underscore legal spa. Great. Oh, fantastic. Well, you all be sure to connect with Eden if you're in need of some legal services. That yeah, and we'll have all those. Yeah, we'll have that listed linked. so you'll know what. We'll share her page so you can check that information out. And if you're trying to connect with her personally to see that amazing style, she made that available to you too. <laughs> so you all, um, thank you so much for listening. Eden, we thank you so much for joining us on this yeah, episode. thank you. 
Thank you for inviting me. Of course. It has been great. And I loved catching up with you. We love chatting with you about Gabriel, about the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I also love the message that you pushed on this episode about people and their intellectual property. I'm telling you, we don't think about it enough. Honestly, from this episode, I now need to call uh, Eden Jackson. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm probably going to need to call you about some copyright, some trademark and copyright issues. So we'll follow up with you after this show. Um, But thank you so much for joining us, Eden. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Of course. And I hope you have a wonderful day, lady. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Jade, we have had a day today, we haven't have. we? We yeah. have recorded two, well, actually almost three, three episodes yeah. today, you all. And um, I'm just loving it. Our calendar, it, you all are scheduling, you all are signing up to share your stories, to share your lives, to share your work, and to share, you know, your love for the community. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, Jade, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me come on. Girl, you know, even I though love, I was late for the first one. Girl, you are fine. <laughs> and I love having you. Thank you so much. And you all remember to follow us on Facebook, uh, to check us out on Instagram. We're out here in these streets. We out here. <laughs> we are And out be here. sure to follow because we have a, uh, well, this might come out after the giveaway the giveaway yeah it may well hopefully you were a part of our giveaway yeah <laughs> by the time you hear this hopefully you were a part of it um it is going to be great we've got a collaboration that uh, today we recorded the collaboration that we're working on with the local love box we loved recording that and we do hope that you've actually checked out that episode at this point and that you were a part of our giveaway mm-hmm. so you guys thank you so much and i hope you have a wonderful day jade again thanks for being here thanks. we hope you guys have a wonderful week Make the most of it and do something great in your community. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.